1: Good morning and welcome to Picker Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Monday. You know, we we took Friday off, uh, three days off in a row. I got to get retrained. Uh, welcome to Monday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I know the uh, the things happening in the Middle East dominating uh, the news cycle. And uh, it looks like that's going to get worse before it gets better. Better. We'll we'll, we'll talk about the ramifications, at least on the financial markets with that. Uh, Normally, we have Joey on. Are you shocked? Uh, Clients stacking up. I think uh, his message to you last week, you better start playing defense here. Uh, A lot of you heeding that. If you want to get a hold of Joey, I wouldn't wait. 602. 909 9048. Uh, He can help you uh, keep those assets from getting trampled here as uh, we're watching all of this play out. We got a lot of data coming this week. We got PPI. We got CPI this week. We have Fed minutes this week. We also have the start of third quarter earnings on top of what's going on in the Middle East. On top of. More and more strikes happening all over the place. As a matter of fact, uh, just today alone, three more strikes starting. We'll, we'll bring you up to speed on all of that. Our toll free number, 800 9510592, the website at allamericangold.com. And obviously, we got a rally here uh, in gold, in silver, crude oil as well. Uh, and, and, and you kind of see. When when things really get ugly, not and I'm not talking about you know somebody missed earnings or uh, uh, one uh, one government report. I'm not talking about these things. But when things really get scary out there, Jason, you see people they go to gold. That's just what they do.
2: Go to gold. That's right. You uh, you go to uh, you know I was just talking to a few people this morning. Uh, and and the inflation uh, is sometimes it feels like it's, it's been a while. It's been going on for a while. It's this, uh, this heightened inflation, and sometimes it feels like it kind of subsides, doesn't it? Yeah, the price of this does, hasn't gone up for twelve months or six months. So, okay, maybe it's maybe it's over with, and it's, that's kind of the trick. It, it's not over with, and so the people that know that it's not over with, just like Joe said, gold is a great place to be, and I think we're going to see inflation hit really hard again in, in the in the months to come. In a major way, and uh, it's better to be in gold now than waiting to see. Well, is the Fed going to raise rates and print a bunch of money? Because everyone needs money, Joe. Everyone's running out of money. Nobody has any money. Everyone goes on strike. Why? Because everyone doesn't have money, Joe.
1: Yeah, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The reverse repos. We've almost had three hundred billion dollars come out of that. Uh, we're down to what about one point two trillion dollars now, so uh, we, we we're 50% down from the peak, uh, which was what, I want to say like April, April or May of last year, but really didn't start selling down in earnest until the summer. Uh, you know, it sold off yep. a little bit. We went from 2.5 to about 2.2. Now we're at 1.2. Did you see the debt again? Man, it's making big jumps here. Uh, 33517000000000 517 billion I mean, you know, you do the old round-up thing, Jason, right? Round it up to $34 and, and I had said, hey, we're going to get the $34 Uh, you know, at the year end. It looks like we're going to go well past that number. Uh, and uh, if you go out to allamericangold.com today, uh, Jeff Gunton-Latch, uh, another great interview. And he was just talking about, hey... People don't get it. We have so many, over, the, and especially over the next two years, so much debt that was at half of a percent that needs to roll into 5% plus and talking about just the interest on the debt is going to take up so much of the spending. He's, he's talking just like I've talked about. It's going to be more than Medicare and Medicaid. It's going to be more than Social Security. It's going to be more than defense. But if you just take what he considers the mandatory, take Social Security, take Medicare, Medicaid, defense and in the interest on the debt, he said everything else would would have to be zero Right, we'd spend no money, on, and Jason, it still wouldn't be enough to cover taxes, to cover what we bring in in taxes, right? We'd still be in massive debt, but he's talking about interest payments on the debt. Forget about $1 trillion. He's talking about getting close to $2 trillion, and that's only if rates stay right where they are.
2: That's right. Sp- spending year over year is, is up 10% for the federal government and revenue tax tax revenue is down 10%. And that's that's a number that's actually getting worse. You're going to have 11 and 12% on both sides. So, you know, here's the thing that the taxes are up in a lot of ways, but it the tax revenue collection is down 10%. So, Joe, what are you going to do if you're the federal government? You got to spend 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 borrow borrow borrow. If if the government shutdown doesn't happen in November, if they find whatever if they do the same thing last minute save last minute save I think is it's, it could be wrong it could be another 400 billion under the debt I mean is that what that's going to be and is anyone in Washington DC the whole McCarthy being removed boy that's a nice distraction to another 400 billion going on the debt in November that's that's what I see
1: and, and again you know uh, what's happening in the Middle East is you know opportunistic time right uh, a lot of weapons and you know you hear all the reports about hey we're running low on this and running low on that and uh, the the Middle East situation. Are they taking advantage of, of that? Probably. But when we get back, what is the the thing that we probably would fear the most out of that? We'll talk about that when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Monday. And, you know, as we, we look at what's happening, uh, the the numbers just seem to keep rising here uh, when it comes to what, what's going on in Israel. Uh, this is, you know, pretty shocking, right? Because you think, you know, the Israelis tend to have a, a pretty good grasp on, on things. And when you think security, uh, you think that, uh, you know, they... They, more than anybody, uh, you know, know how to protect themselves. Uh, but right now, they're saying the death toll now, over 1,200, uh, the vast majority of those are Israelis, uh, thousands injured. Uh, they're they're effect- essentially cutting off Gaza now. They're turning off the water, the power, the food. Uh, th- this is... I think for right now, if it stayed this way, let's just say if it stays inside of Israel, that's one thing. That's that's probably the best case scenario. And I'm just talking about listen. I'm just talking about financially. I'm talking about you know people's lives, right, and and how it would affect uh, us. Financially, that is it. Don't I don't want anybody to think uh, well, Joe, Joe's being harsh or he's not being sympathetic enough. That that's for a different show, right? We can have other people argue about uh, what's happening, why it's happening, uh, who's right, who's wrong, and we're not getting into that. Not on this show. The big fear is what is Israel going to do? In regards to Iran, right? Because the news that you know, if it's to believe, be believed, Hamas is saying, "Hey, yeah, the Iranians—they're the ones that that helped us. They're the ones uh, that helped us plan this and do this." If it gets uh, out of the border of Israel, Jason, things then then all of a sudden take a big turn. A lot of the—I'll say—the high ups and Hamas reside in Qatar. So that's another issue, right? So those are two very important countries when we're talking about energy. Uh, If uh, Israel strikes at Iran, you can expect energy prices are going to get a lot more expensive again, right? We'll, We'll be talking, you know, probably talking... $100 oil, you know, depends on what they hit. Uh, If they go after some of the Iranian money, right, which would be their oil infrastructure, then we're probably talking $150, uh, maybe $200 uh, a barrel. Same thing with Qatar. So, Jason, I think that's really the fear here is what happens now. Uh, Obviously, they're going to to lock down the Gaza Strip and fight some battles within the border, but I think a lot of people, me included, I'd be shocked uh, if, if there isn't some form of retaliation against Iran after all of this.
2: Maybe, well, then we'll see. That, 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 that's a major thing. What Joe's talking about is major because uh, Iran is attacked by anybody. You know, People got to wonder, why hasn't Iran been attacked? You know, They took out Iraq, took out Afghanistan, they took out Libya, all these... All these unbanked countries, and, and Iran's another one of these, you know, countries that doesn't have a central bank that's in league with the rest of the world. So, so why haven't they? You know, what's what, what's the problem there? The problem is the Strait of Hormuz. If if Israel or America or anybody attacks Iran, they have a, a great ability to shut down the Strait of Hormuz, and, and you would see probably within a month's time, a gallon of gas in America go to eight dollars a gallon. It could go as high as ten dollars a gallon very quickly. That's a major problem. Because if a gallon of gas is eight dollars, you better believe what's sitting at your uh, at your shopping mark, mark you know your sh- going for your groceries going for your Walmart t- trips Joe going to the restaurant all that stuff's going to be massively more expensive this is why nobody will touch Iran not because Iran's so powerful it's because of what they can do and uh, i I don't know if I, if Israel's going to do it or not joe that's 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 the big deal
1: yeah, and I think that's going to be uh I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to put it in the likely column. That's where I sit. I think it's likely. Uh, this is something where, uh, the, you know, they're, it, Israel's comparing it saying, hey, this is our 9-11, uh, which, I, I, yeah. it, it, for me, for me, that's Israel's way of saying we're going to go outside our borders. That, that's, that's what that means to me. Now, I could be wrong on that, uh, but I think that's the fear. So when we're talking about what's the fear here, because... Obviously, we've grown up with this, right? There's been, uh, you know, the Middle East has been a, a powder keg. Israel's been a powder keg, but not like this, right? This this is uh, new level stuff. There, the, you know, we haven't seen uh, this kind of death, the hostage taking. I mean, there's a lot to this. And when I hear them talk, uh, I did happen to hear... Uh, and I don't know who it was, their ambassador to the United Nations and how he was talking at the UN over the weekend, it sure feels like to me that, that Israel is warning we're gonna go outside the border here.
2: Yep. Just 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 in time for a global monetary meltdown. You know that the timing couldn't be more perfect. Why couldn't Hamas have done this six months ago, and we'll, we'll talk about this more because there you will know, be a lot of speculation, but a lot of uh, facts that you can hash out. It's
1: okay, I don't think it's really going to have a huge effect. If they don't, right? then, then all hell breaks loose, uh, and, and not in a way that I think most of us would like to see. Uh, having said that, a lot of striking happening. First, I'm going to start with Costco. A year after they warned they would have to hike membership fees, Costco's CEO said we're going to be hiking membership fees. It's a matter of when, not if. You are going to see it happen. Uh, The membership cost $60, Uh, that that was, I want to say the executive membership was $120. Uh, but Costco is saying that, uh, hey, we got to make up the cost somewhere, so get ready for membership fees at Costco to head higher uh, this morning. Four prime healthcare California hospitals are going on strike. Uh, the United Nurses Association. Uh, California and the Union of Healthcare Professional Service Employees International announced that they are launching a strike that started today. It represents 2,400 workers at four different hospitals. Uh, And again, same thing. We want better, better working conditions. Everybody wants, (coughs) you know what, they all want the same thing. We want to make more money, and we want to work less. I mean, that's really kind of the driver of things. How about this? Last week, we thought the Mack truck strike got averted, right? The last-minute deal, they didn't hit the strike lines. Well, they did this morning. The 4,000 United Auto Workers, and then remember we talked about this at Mack, they share a plant with Volvo as well. The Volvo guys aren't on strike or not striking. Their contract isn't up, I guess. They're going to have to shut down with them because they can't run it, can't run the plant without the others. Uh, They said that 73% of the workers voted down a 19% pay increase, a $3,500 bonus. Enhanced retirement benefits and more vacation time. Uh, Not enough, Jason. Again, same thing. Everybody, we want more money, we want better benefits, and we want to work less. And that's just a situation where, again, when you talk about allowing inflation to get in trends, which was the fence fault, we're here because of them. This is what happens. Because at the end of the day, you know what? They just obviously the working less part that's been a a plan for for decades and decades and decades but you know what the bottom line is hey in order for us to maintain the same standard of living we need more money
2: yeah and uh the fed's desperately trying to get rid of jobs aren't they joe trying to get rid of jobs very quickly by next year the oh, I want more money, and, and oh, I don't work less hours. That could very quickly turn into hey, does anybody have a job that I can work? That's that's how different of a world next year's going to be. Next year's going to be oh my God, where's the jobs? I need a job desperately. And believe it, you know, if you're paying attention at all with what's going on in the world, guess who's having trouble, you know, getting enough recruitment, getting enough people? The U.S. military can't seem to really just get enough people to join up. And when the economy crashes, guess guess what? What a safe, nice, safe place—the place that gives you a room and board, gives you good pay, on-the-job training. Uh, I don't think they can have much trouble recruiting in an economic crash next year, Joe. How about
1: this one? Last but not least, this just today: hundreds of pharmacists and other employees at the country's largest drugstore chain, Walgreens. Are planning to walk off the job this morning to protest what they are saying are increasingly miserable working conditions. Uh, the way I understand it, this is going to be. It's not like all the pharmacists at all the Walgreens are going to walk off, but it looks like Jason they're going to target. Hey, you know, certain store. I don't. You know, you may be lucky or unlucky, right, uh, yeah, your your pharmacy, that store's pharmacist walked off the job today, there's no one, you know, and you're going to have to go somewhere else, and of course the lines, and I get it, you know, the, the everybody's in a bad mood, aren't they, and especially when you're at the pharmacy, you know, there's a lot of people that, right, they're, they're extra cranky, and uh, the, the, the whole thing again, though, right, it's all about, More money, want to work less. A lot of these pharmacists are are working 50, 60, 70 hours a week because there's just not enough coverage. And they say that we don't believe Walgreens is allowing us to give our patients safe care on a daily basis. I spent almost my whole day in the shot room and if I'm not in the shop room, I'm filling prescriptions because we're so far behind. And and again, I, I mean, Kaiser's on strike right now, eighty-five thousand workers there. Now we got this hospital group in California on strike, and now Walgreens says, "Hey, just just start expecting it. We're just going to start walking out of, of stores, uh, select stores, starting today." Yeah. Sounds like we got everything all under control, doesn't it? Pick the radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason here on this Monday, uh, and we've had a strong move here. Gold's up twenty two dollars. Uh, was up on Friday as well. Uh, Eighteen fifty two silver. It, it happened so fast, right? I mean. We were talking about you know silver going to twenty dollars. Silver's up twenty seven more cents, back to twenty two dollars. I've been I said it all last week. Do not let this go by without adding. I've got a very small but very strong special. So think about this. This was gold, like talking about almost eighteen hundred dollars. So they are 50, almost $50 in gold price to go. We ran some $10 liberties at $1,035. I'm going to do that price right now. $1,035 with almost a $50 uh, increase in the gold price from when we ran it. I have only have... Forty of them. That's kind of the this is kind of the problem uh, right now. Is uh, the big guys have come in? They've been buying up the market here. There's not uh, the amount of inventory we'd like to see available right now. But ten dollar liberties at a thousand and thirty five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And again, we'll. We have so many things. Uh, the 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 Middle East thing just it's just one more log on the fire here, Jason. We, we've had a a really bad debt market here, as we've seen interest rates without a rate hike. Right? Think about it. the last rate hike. It was like twelve weeks ago. Right? By the time we get to the to the next meeting right there's six six seven weeks in between meetings we didn't raise this meeting uh uh, you know we'll see what happens at the next meeting and yet we've had more than a a 50 basis point move you know on the 10-year note and and jason you know we 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 got to almost what 4.9 on the yield today the 10-year note at 4.8 but look at the debt very qui- quietly for most. The debts jumped $400 billion in like 10 days.
2: It's going to get worse too, isn't it? It's just, it just seems like there's not one economic indicator that says things are going to get better. I, I don't know what anyone says about soft landings or, you know, hey, they're going to lower the rates here next year. <laughs> I don't know what what these guys are looking at. There's not one, whether it be geopolitics, whether it be inflation, interest rates, you know, all the all the indicators, uh, you know, the oil prices. It, it's none of it's good. You know, there, there's this is one of those things where you know, under normal circumstances, we'd have we'd have a recession, which is actually healthy for for, an, for a a well-functioning free economy. Recession's happen. People go through it, you tighten the belt, right, and you get through the t- a tough time for a year maybe or whatever, and then things start growing again. But this, Joe, the reason that this is so scary, the way you have so many people worrying about what's going to happen is because d- this doesn't look like there's any getting better after this. This looks like something that could be very long, drawn out, and painful, and it doesn't look like it's just America. It looks like all over the world this is going to be a problem. Just all over the place, Joe, all over the place we are going to have this. I mean, when people start dying, that's what that's what they that's when they're trying to wake up everybody else to like okay look things are bad now we, you, we can we can now sh- we've positioned ourselves well now you can you guys can understand that things are going to go bad now and just just don't look at the man behind the curtain right Joe
1: yeah and again I think the uh, the big the bigger issue here it's little things right all right student debt repayments how many people aren't going to pay I think that's going to be A shocking number. The ones that do pay. Well, that's three, four, five hundred dollars a person less to spend or to save, whatever it may be. And, and you're talking, here's the thing. It's not like we're talking a million people. Five million people. We're talking about 40 plus million. We have just as many people. Think about this. On food stamps, as we do, not making student loan debt payments. Right, both of those are north of forty million people, uh, and now that's restarted again. I think the timing of it's tough. Uh, obviously, what, what's happened with oil supply—you know, we're, we're producing almost thirteen million barrels a day, all-time highs. And the rig counts keep falling, right? We're, we're getting ready. That number is going to start falling. It just is, and unfortunately, right? Russia, the Saudis, right? OPEC. Hey, they're they're not pumping any extra oil, right? And now uh, this this whole Middle East thing. Throw that on there. If it gets out of the borders of Israel, Jason, th- th- nothing really makes like you said. There's not a lot of good, outside of jobs. So let's talk about that. <laughs> right, we had That's not good either. <laughs> Hundred, thousand jobs created. That's what the, the the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now these guys, I'm going to say this. I don't believe any of their numbers. And we know, wasn't even thirty days ago, they got rid of hundreds of thousands of jobs, like or 500,000 jobs. They said, well, you know, after the fact, we recalculated, we, we, we didn't really create as many as we said. And then this report comes out. Not only did they have a number way higher than it, matter of fact, the highest person, I want to say it was 240,000, and it came in uh, like 330. But then they added a ton of jobs, to the previous two months. I mean, this thing, by all accounts, was a huge blowout of epic proportions. But here was something that... Now, and you noticed it earlier. Remember what happened, right? The Dow was down big. Gold was down, and they all came back. The Dow finished up like 300 points. Gold finished higher. Silver finished higher. What happened? Well... The household survey. So people gotta remember there's two jobs reports that come out. The Bureau of Labor Statistics gives you jobs created. The household survey gives you everything else. Well, jobs created in wages on the BLS. The household survey, they give you unemployment. You know what else they give? The type of job. And this is what got Wall Street back on track on Friday. I'll tell you what type of job the household survey says all these people are getting. That's coming up next. 800 9510592, $10 liberties of $1,035. they are not going to be on the website today because I don't have that many. And over the break, I just. Half of them are gone already. Uh, so if you want to take advantage here, and I highly suggest that you do, uh, ten dollar Liberty gold. I mean, th- this was the price when gold was getting, you know, right on the precipice of falling below eighteen hundred last week. So now we got gold eighteen fifty two and rising here. Same price. Unfortunately, just cleaning up what is left. 800 $10 liberties at $1,035. But uh, since Jason and I weren't here on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, what, what we need to talk about that jobs report, because it was a big number. And initially, just like we expected, Right, we had trouble on Wall Street, gold and silver were getting hit, and then all of a sudden, miraculously, it turned around. Well, what happened? Well, the household survey, where you get the unemployment rate, which, by the way, didn't go down. I mean, you create, allegedly, 336,000 jobs. Didn't you go back? The previous two months, add—I don't even know—140, 150,000. Essentially, they said, "Oh, by the way, here's half a million more jobs." Gosh, the unemployment rate's got to fall with that. Right? Has to. It didn't. Didn't. Didn't do anything. Matter of fact. Instead, and this is something where uh, I'm being told, I see it here. At my offices, my friends that own businesses are telling me the same thing. And the household survey is saying it and has been saying it. The number of newly employed workers, according to the household survey, now remember they said. 336,000 new jobs. According to the household survey, they said the number of newly employed workers was just 86,000. That's it. 86,000. Well, how did we have 336,000 new jobs created? Well, it's funny you ask, because what the household survey says is that, well, the government was adding a ton of jobs, and they did in the report as well. The big thing that's been happening is full-time workers has been falling all year, according to the household survey, And that all of the gains in payroll, and obviously all is probably not true, right? There's some faults, but the majority of the gains in the payroll, Jason, are part-time workers. And according to the household survey, this latest report was actually driven by people getting another job. In other words, they already have a job. To the point yep. now, the Household Survey says uh, never in American history have Americans been working more than one job at any point in history. We have more people working multiple jobs today than we've ever had.
2: Uh, exactly. I, I've been saying that for these jobs numbers for a while now, maybe the last couple of years. But you know, just imagine you got a guy who's doing everything he can to pay the bills. He's got three jobs, right? If he, if he loses job number one, it's not a job loss. Then he gets another job to cover job loss number one. It's a job gain, right, Joe? So you have these big job gains Number He loses job number two. It's not a job loss because he can't file unemployment. He can't get an unemployment number. Then he gets another job. You can lose essentially two jobs in a month and go fill in with other part-time jobs, Joe. It counts as two job gains, but there was nothing gained somebody probably those other jobs that you got he got hired on to either retired or uh, or needed to work less or died or any other reason why that's not a, an unemployment number right so it's it, the jobs numbers i think if, are in a weird place that they've never really been in before which is Joe, everybody needs multiple jobs to make it work cuz companies aren't going to give you full time or overtime uh, i don't know how to to judge this i don't
1: but if you took The unseasonally adjusted number. And again, I I don't know how this could be right, but I'm just telling you what it is. The number of unadjusted full-time workers fell by 885,000 jobs in September alone. That would be the single biggest month going back to covid when everybody was told not to go to work okay 800 and, and I get how do you lose 885 thousand full-time jobs a month I don't get it right this tells you how screwy the data is but then they said by the way the number of part-time work right it, it grew by like 1.1 million
2: <laughs>
1: right I mean so, it's
2: so I don't I don't so, know. But like here's so, what I, I
1: guess. I guess what I'm telling everybody is there's a lot of part-time work available. Yeah. Certainly doesn't look like there's very much full-time work available at all. And the vast majority of these jobs being filled, you guessed it, older workers. And what do I mean by older workers? Fifty-five plus. Making up the majority of these jobs. Picture Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 to the last of these $10 liberties. Believe me, this is a smoking deal here at $1,035. Gold's up $22. Silver's up 25 cents. Uh, Wall Street is it's down, but not a lot 40, 40 50 points. Uh, the S&P, the NASDAQ, they're all lower, but, but not not by a ton. Uh, the 10-year note at 4.8 at 800 Keep adding here. Do not let this pullback go by. It's almost over. Matter of fact, because the 10-year note has gone so much higher now, I think we're going to start hearing a lot of Fed governors talk about no need to raise because the 10-year note's done the work for us. Uh, If that becomes fruition, and as we get closer to the November meeting, that there is not going to be a rate hike. matter of fact, as of right now, less than 20% chance of a rate hike. Jason, there's a good chance, and obviously we don't know what's going to happen, but there's a good chance we may have seen the lows in gold and silver here last week may have been it if we're going to get a lot of fed talk saying that we don't need to raise rates cpi is coming out this week and i think what they're going to do i think we're going to get a high headline number but they're going to take solace in the in the core number being lower again in, in setting the table to not have to raise rates again which makes makes gold and silver really attractive
2: here. Yeah, that could absolutely happen. We'll we'll see uh, when it gets when we get there, right? And uh, s- yep. so I think yep. the CPI number, this is the last chance for them to have a really good number cuz I I think the inflation's coming and coming back big and the next few months these CPI numbers are going to be higher. They're, <laughs> they're going to be higher. And uh, I I think raising rates, you know, I I think they want to pause and stay paused. I think that's been the whole goal yep. this year. That, that's that I don't know if they're going to get there. Yeah. I don't know if they that, get that, there, that's Joe. That's I don't I, I see I could see a very late in the year rate hike or early next year and then I could see him hike it a few more times next year because the stuff that I see happening doesn't look like inflation's going away Joe this looks like inflation can you imagine what oil prices will do if this thing gets gets bigger in the Middle East you know every single thing to make oil go higher is happening countries that you produce are not things are getting blown up everywhere and now Iran and is might get involved with this Israel thing Every single thing they can do to, to squeeze the supply of oil, and this will just make inflation worse. Everything's just going to cost more, Joe. Listen, and don't forget, listen, if it does happen,
1: man, uh, look for alternatives. Uh, call Joey. Listen, Joey's stacked right now. If, you, you, if you're if you looking at someone to help you out there, don't forget our friends at YRefi. Listen, up to 10.25%. They don't care if Israel bombs Iran. They don't care. If they if they go after Hamas and Qatar, they don't care. They don't care what the Fed governors say. They don't care what the CPI report is going to be. If you've got $50,000 or more to invest, you get up to 10.25% returns, and it's not correlated to Wall Street. It's not correlated to the Fed. It doesn't care about oil prices. Boy, that's starting to look really good right now. Look them up, Investyrefy.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. 888-Y-REFI-24. Before you call them, call us. Get the $10 Liberties put away